Hey, what's up, Zoe? How's it going? Hola, it's going great. That's awesome. Okay. So, right now, did you just think? Uh, yeah. Alright, right. So, uh, hey, what's up, you guys? It is, uh, Blessy, and it is Patricia, and... Zoe. Hey, okay. Well, look at us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, this is our first uh podcast what would you say like video thingy it's not even a video yeah just 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 podcast yeah yeah like episode yeah there it is yeah episode yeah. there we go <laughs> <laughs> it's our first podcast episode and um we're talking about this little thing about having tough conversations with people you know and what yes. you guys say about that um well tough conversations are just really important to I guess get used to um in life because I mean there's gonna be a day that you're gonna have to you know have a tough conversation with someone so it's really important to like you know develop those skills to you know do it successfully yeah totally it's like we all know they're gonna be hard like We've either already had a tough conversation with someone or someone has gotten or someone came to us like trying to have a tough conversation with us when we, you know, need to get checked on, you know? Yeah, it's inevitable. It really is. It's like it's you're either doing it to someone or someone's doing it to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, we have um 10 little, you know, I guess we could say like little check mark thing is for you to, you know, check out or whatever. So, um, yeah, so the first one, the first thing about having a tough conversation is that you have to be willing to have it, everything. So there's always going to be, like, a reason, everything that you're going to have, like, that sort of awkward conversation with someone. It's yeah. like, you're either putting someone else in check, so then they're not, so then they're not backsliding, or, like, or like you're trying to help them, you know, like, make sure they're not doing it something a little iffy going on or it's someone else coming to you and just like hey you shouldn't really be doing this or like hey what's up what's going on you know yeah I've been acting a little weird yeah you know it's like that it's like those kind of conversations yeah. and so um there's always going to be just like a purpose and a why yeah you know it's just you're never gonna have like an awkward co- it's like conversations are not awkward when they're not important you know, it's, like, when it's something important and um, it can, like, change a small part of someone's life, that's when all the pressure comes yeah, in, you yeah. know? It's, like, oof, I feel like they're going to yeah. It's, like, you want to say something? Huh? Want to, you know, add on a little something? Oh, um, I swear I had something in the back of my mind, but, you know, forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe I'll come back. Oh, here it is. Um, But, yeah, just mm-hmm. identifying clearly identifying the reason why you're talking to that person is very important and just you know getting a you know clear I guess vision of it if that makes any sense yeah Yeah. totally yeah it's like it's like it can be anybody you know it could be like friends or probably like just a family member or probably just a like a neighbor who lives right across the street or just, like, it might be, um, it could even be, like, a relationship, you know, a boyfriend and girlfriend, husband and wife kind of thing, you know? It's, like, tough conversations are gonna pop up. It's, like, we don't really know who it's gonna be, but it's gonna be there. Yeah, and along with, like, identifying, like, you know, the reason that you're talking to them, 
Um, you know, the way that we talk to a family member will probably be different than a way than like the language that we use with like a friend or some other like person, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah. Just identifying, you know, who you're talking to and how you're going to go about that conversation and what type of, you know, language and stuff that you're going to use with them because like if, if that makes any sense like you're not you're not really going to talk yeah, it to does. like your uh, your parent your mom or your dad the way that you're going to talk to like your best friend if that makes any sense yeah totally it's like I won't it's like I'll go up to my friends I'm like dude you're being an idiot right now <laughs> like this isn't right I can't go up to my parents obviously oh it's like I was like, Mom, you're being an idiot right now. This is not right. I'm like, I get popped. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Not okay. Yeah. Oh, well, but yeah. So for number two. Yeah. Um, once you, ch- once you, uh, like choose to have your conversation, you, you know, you have to make time to have it. Once you ha- make that decision, you know, you gotta make a plan for it. Um, so like, you know, put that in stone, put it in your calendar, I don't know, whatever you got to do, um, just making time for it, carving out time for it, just sort of makes it, I guess, more, more permanent, more realistic in a way, if that makes any sense, Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, carving out time for it, setting a date for it makes it, like, you know, you're actually going to do it, because if you just say, oh, I'm going to have this conversation with someone, but, I don't know when, then the likelihood of you actually, you know, going through with that can be, you know, very slim. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, you know, and also just try to have that conversation as soon as you can. Um, if it's something that may be making you mad, you don't want it to just fester up for a while and, you know, yeah. My, my cat, cat my cat is meowing she Ooh. she craves attention like all the time hey she she knows there's a podcast going on so she's oh, yeah. like hey she's like, what's i want going some on? of this hello it's like hello human world yeah just let her out okay but yeah um what you said was like totally true it's like um we always say like okay let's for example let's say it's um a tuesday or whatever during youth group right and a random name, let's say Becky, the usual Becky, <laughs> acts up a little bit. And you're like, ooh, you know, it's like, that wasn't okay. You know, and you're just like, maybe I have to talk to her about that, you know, because this has been happening for a while. Same you plan it for Sunday, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, good old Wednesday comes along. You're like, yeah, okay, I'm going to have this conversation with her. It's going to be great. I know what I'm going to say. God's by my side and everything. And then Thursday comes on. You're like, okay, we got this, you know? And the same thing on Friday. But then Saturday comes on. You're like, okay, so I'm going to have a conversation with her. It's going to be a little awkward, but okay. And then Sunday comes on, the day you said you were going to talk to her, Yeah. And it's like, you're going to church, getting yourself ready. You're like, all right, we got this in the bag. I prayed about this. We're on the roll. And then you step right into the church. You just see Becky right across. And then all your nerves start coming out. Yeah. And then you're just like, the closer you get, the more nervous and awkward you feel. Yeah. 
And then, like, you're over here just talking to her, saying, how's it going, everything? And then 20 minutes go by, and then you hear the service music playing, and you still haven't had that conversation mm-hmm. yet. You know? It's like you're saying, oh, I'll just find the right moment for it. And if you keep looking for the right moment, it's never going to Yeah, gonna you're happen. never going to find it's, it. For real, because, like, now is the right moment. It's like, it can't be later, you know? Yeah. Because, like, if you keep saying, oh, it's going to happen later. We're going to do it later. I'm like, oh, let's just do it later again, you know? It's never going to come up. You're always going to push it to the yeah. side because your flesh always, like, has that weird stomachy feeling, you know, the little butterflies yes. in your stomach. For me, it's moths. When, <laughs> when I get nervous, something gets wild. Right. I, I'm telling you, all the moths be bouncing around. It's just like, woof. Yeah. Yeah. I get that 100%. Just, yeah, just planning for it, setting a date, and, you know, not psyching yourself out is extremely important because if you give your self like the chance to just say you know, yeah like I'll I'll find the right moment you know just right now you know isn't isn't a very good moment you know you just have to jump on that you can't you can't wait for something because you'll just yeah you'll just be waiting forever basically you really will like you're never gonna find the right time for it yeah. it's like it's never the right time according to you yeah. you know it's like the quicker you get to the conversation the quicker, you know, like, your goal you're trying to meet with that person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And totally. It's, like, there's always, like, a, like, as I said earlier, there, there's always, like, a reason, like, a why, and, you know, a purpose and everything. It's, like, you're either trying to correct someone or, like, you feel like, you know, someone's sort of trying to, like, bring you down on your, you know, your religious go on, you know, your apostolic go and then you just have to cut that person off. It's like, it's like, let's say a tree, right? And you know, dead branches, they're never good for a tree, like yeah. at all. So it's like, usually we always cut them off, you know, so then they don't infect the rest of the tree. You can't, it's like, it's like, okay, a dead branch will not harvest anything. Yeah, it's like, there's no use for it over there. It'll only bring you down. So you have to cut. It's just like people. It's like, if there's people in our life who are trying to bring down our success, with um, God's word and how, you know, we want to go around and spread it, we have to cut those people off or, like, spend less time with them, you know? Yeah. It's like, yes, show them God's love, but at the same time, it's just, like, you trying to show God's love doesn't mean you have to lessen your relationship with yeah, God. Yeah, don't, don't let you know? them have um, all this influence over you because, yeah, you can be, you can be, you know, friends with people that, you know, may not be, the best role models in the world just as long as you know you're not spending all of your time with these people and you're not letting them um like affect you and you know lessen your walk with god because you know Mm -hmm. they don't agree with that and you just gotta you can keep them you can keep them at like at arm's length just you know don't let them but you should never be buddy buddy yeah yeah, because once you're best, because, like, the thing is, when you're close to someone, like, you start acting similar. It's like, a, yeah. I, don't know why, I don't know what it is. It's called, like, a human thing. Yeah. Something like that. I learned in, like, bio. Yeah. But, like, the more you hang out with someone or, like, the closer friends you become with someone, the more you two act like each other. Yeah. And it can go in both ways. You can either pull them or they can pull yeah. you. Yeah, you just have to make sure that they're not pulling on you 
and you know drag mm-hmm. like ultimate ultimately maybe dragging you out of church true it's like you can't it's like it's, it's just not right yeah <laughs> it's like that's just flat out it's not right so um another one would be like another way to get through this conversation is that when you get um into the conversation like know what you're going to talk about and how you're going to talk about it yeah you know it's like it depends on the person you're talking to because you won't have the same language for everybody yeah it's like and also you have to make sure you don't rehearse it please because i've tried it before (laughs) it's wrong Uh, yeah (laughs) and then you sort of get in that situation oh yeah to where you mm-hmm. know, you've rehearsed all of this, you've said all of this, and you're just like, yeah, you know, this is how I'm going to say it. And then, you know, you forget your quote-unquote, yeah. you know, mental script, and then you freeze up, and you're like, oh, well, um. <laughs> Honestly, because what we imagine is most likely not what they're going to yeah. say. That was all based on us, on our understanding of the situation. Yeah. Cause we, cause we might be, cause we're like, eh, we might be in the right, you yeah. Know? But like the way, like their point of view is, they, they're definitely gonna say some different words that like you thought they were gonna say, yeah. you know? It's like no, but then like while you're doing that, like know what you're trying to go for through that conversation. Like, what do you want to like see out of it after that conversation? Your goal, yeah. Because it's not just that. There's stuff other. Like, there's, uh, there's like, hey, how are they going to act after I tell them this? You know? Because that's what we usually think about. It's like, oh, we have to tell them, but how are they going to act towards me? And But then we have to remember, it's not all about us. Yeah. It's like, the reason why we're having this tough conversation with someone is to be able to help them succeed, to help them better themselves. Or if we're cutting off somebody, it's to help, like, us, like, be risen like closer to God you know we can't just stay in that lane like we got to move up you know and like it's not a good option to move down yeah and everything it's like and another thing is staying on topic and that's my one thing that I'm bad at because whenever I get nervous like I know I know how y'all feel about like you're trying to say something and everything and then like it starts getting awkward so then you start switching it up you know, yeah. like, oh, this is awkward. Let's change the whole conversation. Let's forget about this. You yeah. know? And it's like, it's hard, but you got to stay on topic. Mm-hmm. Or else it's like, what's the point of having that conversation anyway? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you have anything to say on that part? Um, not really. I feel like you really, really covered that very well. Alrighty, let's get it. Okay. We got six more, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Feels long, but ugh. actually seven. But you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, so oh, okay. My counting's off. I looked at number four, and I'm just like, okay, six. <laughs> yeah, feel that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, oh man, I just completely lost my whole train of thought, man. Um. <laughs> Here, do you want to start this one off? Yeah, yeah. totally, dude. So, um, number four is make your way to that in love. You know? See, the thing is, it's like, we're having this conversation with someone because we care about their well Yes, yeah. You know, it's like, 
if we didn't like someone, do you really think you want to help that person? Yeah. It's like, no. It's like, okay, so the thing is, to help someone, there's going to be times where their feelings are going to get hurt, but that's the reality of it. Yeah. Like, the truth hurts, dude. Yeah, but it's it's all, you know, it's all done in love. You know, you have, uh, I forgot, I forgot what the phrase was, but just, you know, yeah, correcting someone in love and, you know, from a place of love. And I feel like what, what really needs to happen at this conversation um, is just, you know, clarifying to this person, hey, you know, I, I care for you. And that, you know, this is why I'm having this conversation with you. I'm not here to, you know, be mad at you or like, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. I'm here to like help you. And, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, just clarifying that you're doing it out of love and not out of, Mm -hmm. well, I just hate the person that you are and I hate that you did this and all that stuff. Um. You know, just you, just minding your language and your tone um, and your attitude to make sure that, you know, you're not coming off as, you know, trying to, like, you know, sound like you're yelling at this person, but rather, uh, you know, clarifying to them further with how you do act and your tone of voice that you care, yeah, you care for this person and you just don't want to... You know, depending on the situation, you don't want to see them get hurt or um, see anything bad happen to them that, you know, yeah, it's all out of love. Yeah. And like, we got to keep in mind that when, okay, so usually if we put people in check, they don't really like that. Like, imagine someone trying to put you in check about something that you did. It's like, yeah, they have to tell me about this, you know. So, um, oh my gosh, I accidentally said they're going to like it. I'm like, no, they're not. (laughs) They're going to hate it. (laughs) So, um, it's like, it might not unfold the way you really wanted it to. Because as we said, like rehearsing puts this idea in your head. Like, hey, they're going to be cool with this. They're going to be cool after this. So I'm going to be fine. You know, but realizing that they are a whole different person than you and have a whole different, like, you know state of mind as you yeah it's tough to imagine what the outcome might be we don't know if they're gonna be you know a hundred percent um accepting about it or they're gonna be like oh my goodness you're so annoying okay i'm done yeah you know and it's like we have to focus on like okay throughout the whole thing we have to focus on delivering it you know with love and honesty and all that because that's the whole reason why we're having a conversation with them because yeah. you don't want them stuck in that same place as they were beforehand, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and the one thing is, like, you have to remember, do not back up. Do not just, you know, do that little test thing in the pool and then just like, okay, nah, not today. Yeah. You know, it's like, you can't do that. Once you're in there, you're in there. Because once you put that idea in their head of just a small thing, it's just going to, Go to all over the place if you try to back down. They're going to be like, why were they trying to talk to me about this? Or like, what do they think that's going on? You know, what, what do they think about me? You know, and you don't want to deal with that other situation. You know, just because you said a little bit of something, but then you backed away about it. You know? 
like that can yeah. cause a whole other issue so you just have to be straight through with it and straightforward you know right or else it's just gonna cause other issues going on <clears throat> like you're already dealing with one you don't want to deal with like two plus you know yeah and like you have to and the next thing is so you have to be able to push through it you know push your voice over the edge be able to you know like okay some people like especially introverted people we get a little awkward when you know starts getting right more like that little thing where you're just beating around the bush like hey um so how you doing um yeah just a little just a little thingy you know it's like no you have to be like hey so that thing that you said earlier, it, it wasn't really a right thing to say at that time. And it's like, that's not really a word that you say in church or anything like that, you know? Yeah. And you can't be, um, you can't be too permissive, but then you can't be too, um, like, you know. Like aggressive. Aggressive. That's the word. Um, you have to, you know, meet that meet that happy middle and um you know be i guess i guess stern for lack of yeah, a better word you have to be stern. but at the same but time like you know yeah yeah exactly it's like and like you know that thing where like you want to say um what you're like trying to say but then like you start accidentally you know stuttering or like you trip up some words or yeah yeah it's like it's like your spirit wants you to say it but your flesh is like hey you should probably shut up dude (laughs) like yeah don't say that they're gonna hate you forever yeah even though you're trying to correct them and like help with their soul find their way you know yeah it's like you start getting scared of what they might think about you and like what they might say to other people or whatever about you and all that but the thing is you just it's like you just have to strip that away from your mind or like try to forget about it and just focus on that person and be just plain and blunt about what you want. You know, don't go over here, yeah. don't go over there, you know, don't go up and down, whatever. You have to, you have to like stay constant on what you're trying to say. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. yeah, for number six, we have to stay rooted and don't compromise with the person. You know? Yep. And what you got for that, Z? Because I've been talking way too much. <laughs> Feel that? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> joking. Uh, <laughs> um. So yeah, you just have to, you know, stand your ground. If you start, um, you know, if you're if you're too permissive, then they're not gonna they're not gonna take you seriously. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna respect what you're trying to say. True. So if um you know you say X Y Z and you're like oh wait wait never mind never mind I'm sorry about that or like um you know if it's not uh yeah if you're just if you're just not being stern enough and yeah you're just being too passive um then yeah they're not gonna they're not gonna take you seriously they're gonna look at you sideways and just be like well this this girl this guy has no idea what they're talking about why should i you know listen to them um you have to you know stand firm in you know what you're saying being like okay well you did xyz and you know i wasn't exactly cool with that or as 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 one example um you just yeah, you got to just, you know, stand your ground 
and you know be uh be rooted yeah just be rooted in what you're saying true because if you don't know or like care enough about what you're trying to say to not stand your ground do you really think they would care that much about what you're trying to say exactly exactly and it's like just applying the same concept to you know being a christian um if you don't stay you know rooted then you can just be easily swayed honestly yeah it's like it's like it goes the same thing with tough conversations it goes the same thing with religion also just being christian in general you know like yeah you have to know what you want right when people talk to you or when people ask you about something and you're like a little iffy about it like they won't get they won't like keep you at 100 percent about what you just said right like it'll be like so it's maybe like this you know it's like no one just wants like a so-so it's like you either know it or you don't exactly exactly Mm -hmm. so and the thing is towards the end of the conversation it's like after you finish the um after you finish what you told them it is what it is after you say what you said that's it you can't go back on that because once it's out in the air it's it's out you can't take what you can't take what you said back right So then, and that uh, yeah, I feel like that kind of goes back with um, with uh, you know, thinking about the reason and the purpose that you're having that conversation. Mm-hmm. You sort of need to go after, think about, you know, what do you want? True. And then when you get that in your mind, obviously, you know, say it, and you know, don't don't stand down from it. Yeah. Stay stay rooted in that. Stay solid in that. Yeah, it's like stay and what you want to say, you know. Oh my goodness, right? That's not yeah, so good. look at me. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so like once you tell them what's going on, so like if it's someone that you know you're trying to help out, you know, like you're trying to like say, hey, this wasn't really right, or like you're trying to check up on them or something, let them yeah. talk to you about it because you yeah. brought up the conversation to them be able to compensate like to like talk about and how to help them through it you know or yeah it's like you're cutting someone off you just like got to back up from that you can't say hey I'm, you can't really chill like that anymore because you're doing this this and this and i'm not really you know and that's not good for me at all in my walk with god you know yeah but then you can't and then like but you can't just, like, go back to that relationship and just, like, hey, what's up? You know? It's like you always have to keep boundaries. Or else, like, after, because they might not be a believer. You know? It's like they yeah. might not be Christian. Or, like, apostolic, Pentecostal, whatever, you know? Yeah. And so, like, if you end up telling them that and telling them your reasons, but then you end up going back, you can't really win that soul that way. Yeah. They want, it's like, if you say something like that to them, then it's like, they want to know that you're serious if you're actually having that serious of a conversation. If you choose to bring up that conversation, but then you go back into your old ways, they're going to be like, okay, this is a little weird, but all right then. 
you know, yeah. and they're never really going to be just, they're always going to be awkward about the whole, you know, Jesus situation because they didn't see you doing what you were yeah. supposed to do. Yeah. And yeah. like, there's different ways of like, you know, figuring out it either might be a physical thing, like how I said about how cutting people off is like, hey, we can't really hang out anymore or like we have to spend less time with each other or you or like hey if you're doing this i'm not gonna be around you during that yeah because yeah. that's not good for me and it's also yeah. not good for you but you're still doing it but i'm choosing not to right you know or it might be a spiritual thing where it's just like hey i don't want this presence around me so i'm gonna like do something about it like, it might, it's like, it goes back with the physical thing, but, like, physical and spiritual sort of can link together. Because if you're doing something, right. like, it can affect your spirit in so many ways that people don't even realize. Right, yeah. Like, just being around someone who says or does something can affect you even though you're not doing it. Exactly, yeah. I don't it's just kind of like that attitude with it, I guess. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. So what were you saying? I said it's just kind of like you were talking about um when someone is like, you know, doing something, you know, I guess bad around you and you may not be doing it yourself, but it still affects you. It's kind of just like the attitude mm-hmm. that it brings and yeah. yeah, just surrounding yourself. Yeah, just surrounding yourself with those things just, you know, it just it just isn't good. Like, um, for example, here I'll use I'll use an example, um, basing it off of that. Uh, you have some friends, and they like to party, and but you you know you get really, um, I guess, uh, what what is it called? Um, you get really protective about them, and you you know that, you know, they've been in some dangerous situations before with partying, but, I mean, you're, you're not going to be able to talk them out of this. So, you decide, you know what I'm, you know I'm going to do? I'm just going to, you know, go to this thing, and then I'm just going to supervise them. But, you know, you, you can't do that, because you're surrounding yourself with um, a temptation and just, you know, bad spirits to where it's just like, eh, you gotta, you gotta, like, you know, distance yourself from that. Yeah, totally. Because sometimes when you think you're doing something right, like, like how you said about the chaperoning thing. Yeah. Their energy can rub off on yours. Right. And just being surrounded by that stuff makes it a lot easier to make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Because, like, spiritually... And, like, how your soul is, like, your flesh, it's way easier to do bad de- de- eh. It's way easier to do bad decisions than good ones. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, just, just having yourself around that stuff, even when not having the intention, even the slightest inten- intention of doing any of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait a second. Will, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you. <laughs> okay. I love how we came in like, how's it going? Thanks for turning the oven on. Okay. But, yeah. Both. Okay. Wait, where was I? Oh, you're talking about how, um, like, 
even though you're around certain people and you're not doing anything, the oh, spirit yeah. can still come off. Yeah, the yeah the intention may be you know good and pure, but you know the the action, what you're surrounding yourself with is is definitely not. You may think that you're doing the right thing, but it's it's definitely it's definitely not. And you gotta you mm-hmm. know realize that recognize that and separate yourself from that Mm -hmm. which would then you know include these hard conversations of you know I can't hang out with you as much anymore I'm I'm not going to any more of these parties I can't be a chaperone or anything like that yeah that stuff is hard especially if you go to a public school right yeah see I felt your pain right you're like right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah like, Bro, public, public, public school is, is rough is. you know you got it's that everywhere it's like going to you know a christian school like a public christian school or like a private christian school you have people around you who are able to you know to help you or like not like yeah. they won't be doing that stuff around you or anything like that you know or like at all yeah um, but like public school everyone does it it's like the norm which is not a good thing it's like yeah. someone's smoking or like someone's making drugs over there and you're just like I feel like I'm the only one in like I'm feel like I'm the only holy one in this school, you know? Right. Yeah. It's like that kind of thing. You know? And yeah. like cutting off like your friends or whatever, like a good amount of them are probably people who do those bad things. Like ninety eight percent. Those are the people who do that. Yeah. No, especially public school. Oof, it's rough in there. Right. But, like, you gotta make boundaries. Like, even if you're alone, it's better to be alone and go to heaven rather than being popular and hang out with everyone and end up going to hell. Right. Yeah. Honestly. Because high school, it's just four years, sis. Or dude. You know? Like, sis. Yeah. It's like, but... But after death, that decision, heaven or hell, that's like eternity. Right. You're never gonna get away from that. Right. And then like, yeah, you just you just really gotta, you know, take into account your surroundings and mm-hmm. uh, you know, address accordingly. Um, you know, when you yeah, when you assess your surroundings, you just have to, you know, address accordingly, have those tough conversations of you know, I'm I'm sorry. Um, we don't exactly have the same, I guess, morals. Yeah, I would kind of. Um, and you know, I I can't hang around you as much or something like that. And you know, it can it can it can be tough, dude. Yeah, and the thing about really this, tough. though about the morals thing, people might not have the same morals. You know, it's like yeah. Let's say I have. Okay, I'm just a normal, like, Christian 17-year-old girl, you know? Like, apostolic, you know, stays in my own hallelujah bubble. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have a friend, you know, smokes and drinks. It's like, that, see, them influencing you is (laughs) not good at all. But the thing is, you're able to influence them, too. It goes both ways. Yeah. You just can't let yeah. them bring you down. You're trying to lift them up. You know exactly. It's like it can't be a you whole know. thing of tug of war. If it's a whole thing of tug of war, then since you just gotta let go and just leave them be. 
Exactly, exactly. And then, you know, having the mindset of, you know, I can reach this person. Sometimes that can, that can even be toxic. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. It's like that thing where, like, you know how girls sometimes say, like, um, this one guy or whatever who does bad decisions and everything is like, oh, I can change him. I'm like, no, you can't. That person has to be able to change for themselves. You can't. It's like no one can ever change themselves for someone else. It's always a goal that they had within themselves, not for someone else. You're never yeah. gonna fulfill someone else's goal to the fullest. Exactly. But you're always gonna and you know, that, that's just one. man, that's just a whole nother conversation. <laughs> it really is. We're going somewhere else. Oh, we got the Holy Ghost right. fire. <laughs> but yeah, just just hanging around those people, you know, you gotta, you know, make sure you're prayed up, you know, make sure that um you know, you're not like how you talked about earlier, you know, when you're friends with someone, when you're really good friends with someone, um, you tend to take on, you know, some of the ways that they may act or some mm-hmm. of the ways that they make talk. You have to make sure it's nothing, you know, like that, you know, keep your, you know, you can keep them close, but, you know, at the same time, keep your distance. Yeah. It's like, make sure that friends, but do not be buddy, buddy with someone who it, is not either exactly. trying to help your faith. Or exactly. Who, like, or just in general, yeah. To have your faith grow. Don't be buddy with buddy with someone if they don't have the same morals as you. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You just you you just don't want to get you know too too close with them because you don't want them to you know rub off on you. True. Yeah. And it's like, and, oh, you know, much talking I'm not, you know, I'm not condemning, like, you know, having friendships with worldly people, you know, because I have, you know, I've been around a bunch of people like that. Mm-hmm. It's just when it gets to the fact that, you know, you're spending, you know, all of your time, you know, with this person, they're starting to influence you, you know, then that's like, you know, you need to take a, take a step back, evaluate everything and be like, okay. What's what's going on? What do I need to change so that this person, you know, doesn't start dragging me out of church or something? Honestly, because, okay, you should become friends with people outside of church. Exactly, yeah. You're not going to bring in someone to church as a stranger. Like, you're not going to yeah. just go to downtown like, hey, I'm going to bring you to church on Sunday. And then just they come like no, they don't know you. Like they have like <laughs> no connection with you. They're they're gonna be like, who is this crazy person trying to snatch me out of the street? You know? Yeah. It's like I mean, can it can it happen? I mean, yeah, you know it, it can yeah, happen, it can but happen. the like the likelihood. It's like the percentage, little sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. But like people who we usually bring to church or see that has came to our church before has been good friends of ours or like um yeah it's usually just a friend that's it like you guys have something common you know it doesn't have to be crazy like oh i used to like do drugs or whatever no not like that it's just like hey you like scrapbooking i like scrapbooking (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's like you're building a foundation off of it yeah and, you know, like, the Bible talks about, you know, preaching the gospel to to every creature. And, you know, you can't do that if you just, you know, isolate yourself and yeah, only hang out with people that are, you know, 
Christian and have the exact same values as you and go to the same church as you. And, you know, you, you can't, you know, you can't fulfill that, uh, can't fulfill that instruction, you know, if you're just isolating yourself. Honestly, because if you look in the Bible, Jesus just didn't hang out with just the Pharisees and everything. He went out into the world and spoke to people, did miracles, prayed for people. Like, yeah. he was outside with worldly folks. Yeah, and he hung out with, like, tax collectors. Like, we don't really understand, you know, how, how de- like, looked down upon that, like, tax collectors were. Honestly, like, like there was one the tax collectors nowadays. Those were, <laughs> yeah. like, the most hated people in the Bible. Yeah, there were, uh, we had a Bible, on, uh, Tuesday, Bible study night, um, uh, I forgot who, who it was teaching that, but he went on about, you know, how absolutely despised tax, tax collectors were. Mm -hmm. They were, like, literal, like, the, the bottom of the bottom. Like, nobody, nobody liked tax collectors, because they could, you know, they could do, you know, they they had, like, the tax they had to collect. Yeah. But they like, could basically take anything off of... Mm-hmm. I, they could add anything that... Anything to that themselves in order to make money. Yeah. And so, therefore, you know, people didn't like tax collectors, but, you know, Jesus hung out with tax collectors. Honestly, it's like, imagine being just, like, a holy person. Like, like everyone knows you as, you know, a great holy person, you know, Christian and everything. And you're hanging out with the stinking gangster. <laughs> Talking about Jesus with them. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, what? They really like, have? this don't seem right, huh? Like, I'm confused. That person's hanging out with them? Yeah. You know? It's like, yeah. no one really wants to go with them. Or, like, you can change it, like, to something more modern or, like, more realistic. <laughs> that what happened to us. <laughs> to, like, school. You, we all know that group of kids who like who no one wants to be around whatever everyone makes fun of them yeah anything. like be that cool chill person who just goes up to them and just says hey how's it going yeah and it's like, like seeing seeing you, those people is definitely the perfect opportunity to just walk up to them and make friends with them mm-hmm. so yeah. ooh, we went way off topic we went to a whole other <laughs> okay <laughs> rewind a little back but but keep that thing that we just said in mind because that was some good stuff too it's like oh it's like do i smell sulfur or are we on fire (laughs) oh my gosh oh man uh, yeah so back to the thing um so number nine is well we already sort of touched on it but we're gonna go more in depth in it on this one so number nine is remember your reason throughout all this like yeah throughout this whole like just remember the goal that you had, like, to have this conversation, you know? Like, are you doing it because they're pulling you out of church? Like, are you doing it because they're not coming to church? You know? Or, like, it's, okay. You know that awkward, that super awkward conversation where, like, that one person who's just, like, was, oh, Jesus, like, yeah, let's go. Hallelujah. You know? Or I'm just, like, speaking yeah. to tongues all the time, praying for people. And then they all of a sudden disappear. Yeah. And then you're just like, like, hey, how's it going? You doing good? And everything. And like, you see other posts and then like, they're not wearing like the usual, you know, skirt and everything and like modest apparel, like covering up and all that, you know? 
Yeah. And they're not, you know. True. That's the moment where you, where it's going to be really, really hard. But you have to talk to them about that. Yeah. Because they know the truth. They've lived the truth. But living like that or like dressing like that is the refusal of truth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And just, um, you know, contact them. You know, uh, in, in this in this specific situation, it's with the goal, you know, they're you're doing you're having this conversation because, you know, they're not going to church. And yeah, with what you said, pulling them back into truth, you want to just be like, hey, like, you know, what's what's going on? Like, I haven't seen you at church lately. Um, you know, and with sort of bringing in, you know, the, the good mix of uh that happy middle of you know um what's the word starts with a p the the passive and then you know like the aggressive like having that happy middle of you know not being too oh yeah it's and then you know not being too Mm -hmm. right um just being like hey you know let's talk about this like what what's what's been going on yeah and you know reminding them trying to pull them back in of saying like you know you you know what you've experienced you know what what you've uh what what has happened you to you know you in church the way that you've been changed like what's what's going on dude yeah totally because like okay the way we appear on the outside is what's going on on the inside yeah like, if something's not settling right with their spirit and everything, it's going to show on the outside. Yeah, so- sooner or later. It may not be immediate, but eventually, you know. Yeah, it's like slowly. It just starts off with laughing at an, at an inappropriate joke, you know? Just a little thing. Just something small. And then it just gets a little bigger, a little bigger. And then all of a sudden, they're wearing, like, a girl who's been wearing skirts all the time and everything is now wearing pants and a tank top. It's and just then like, going out to parties and, y- you know, yeah. It's just, it's just something small. And then it turns to like, oh, okay, they're dressing different. And then like, oh, just like, you know, just let's make my hair just like two inches shorter. And he's like, huh? Okay. And then throw on some makeup. It's just something small to small. And that's what you need yeah. to notice. Cause... Yeah. First, there's changes in your mm-hmm. attitude. Uh, maybe the people that you hang around and then there's, you know, like your physical changes of, you know, you're, yeah, you're just acting different. You're dressing different. You're, you know, in, behaving entirely different. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's when you need to have that conversation with that person. Because yeah. this is their soul we're talking about. This isn't just a yeah. simple little, oh, Okay, so they're doing something a little like they're doing something a little messed up. I should probably just like back off. It's like they'll figure it out on their own. It's like they won't. The way we see things, we usually think we're in the right. Yeah. You know, that's Honestly, just yeah. that's just how we are. That's just how we are as people. And then just like we have this little voice in our head, everything that's saying, Hey, are you are you sure about that? You know, and that's God talking to you like, hey, uh, because God will not come after you. Just like, what are you doing? Stop that, you idiot. It's like, he yeah. gives us a choice for a reason. 
Yeah. Or else that's not love at all. You know, it's more just like forcing someone to do what you want. Yeah. You know, God isn't going to come down and like, you know, smite you. But, you know, you, you feel it like in your spirit of like, you know, what I'm doing isn't exactly right. Mm-hmm. And like usually people see God's voice as, is that like really God or is it me? You know, it's one of those kind of things, you know. And yeah, yeah it gets confusing. But then if that keeps happening, God's going to talk to you to talk to that person. So then yeah. they so then they don't have a, an excuse to say, oh, it's probably just me. No, it came out of someone else's mouth. Different body, different mouth, different everything. And they're talking to me about an issue that they had no idea about. Yeah. It's like, yeah, sis, God snitched on you. (laughs) God, he's like, you didn't listen to me when I said it, so I'm going to snitch on you and tell her to talk to you about this. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of thing. And then when God chooses you to do that, that's actually great because he didn't choose anyone else to do that. He chose you for a reason. You yeah. either dealt with something like that or, you know, you knew someone who dealt with something like that and it ended insanely bad. And so it's like, it's like, let's say, okay, for example, let's say this. I, okay, so when I was younger and everything, I had this really close friend. She was in church and everything. Like, we grew up in the church together. But then yeah. um, we grew up and then, like, her parents were split up and everything. But um, she ended up living with um, her mom back in Hawaii for a while. Yeah. So the thing is, it's like, so they were just relaxing. But see, her father was in church, but her mom wasn't. You know, she she still did that thing. Like she came to Easter services and the Christmas services. But other than that, who's God? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So pretty much. So she had this thing with the guy. <laughs> And, you know, it, like, long story short, no details, it pretty much just ended bad. It's like, it started off something small and everything, and all that, and, like, I kept in contact with her throughout that, um, in my early teenage years, and all that, you know, like, 12, 13. Yeah. And then, um, fast forward, she has a kid at 15. You know? Oh. Yeah. It, It gets like that. And then after, and, like, thinking about that happening from, like, from someone you grew up with. You were babies with them. And all that. Yeah. And then, like, you see a baby having a baby. It's like, huh? Yeah. You know? And it just puts this thing in your head where you're just like, yo, I don't want this to happen to anyone else. Because this is not good at all. No, it's like, she's not living for God. She has her own child and everything. Thankfully, like... Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> like, I'm happy that he was there because the father's still there. Everything He's watching over. He took responsibility for the kid and everything. So I'm like, hallelujah. But then, like, um, recently, like, well, not that recently. Like, a friend of mine um, was into this one guy and he was new to church, you know? Yeah. And, like, when they started, you know, talking and everything, I was like, ooh okay, this reminds me of a conversation that happened, like, um, like, remember, like, that thing, you know, back then with my other friend. Yeah. You know? And it said, and, but the thing is, see, okay, this is the thing. This this was 
weird <laughs> and everything. Like, that's the whole reason why I wanted to have this, like, talk about, like, tough conversations and stuff is because yeah. I remember, like, I was praying one time at church and everything during altar call, and I felt like God wanted me to tell somebody, hey, it's not good to be with that person. No matter yeah. how in love you think you are with them. You know, yeah. I'm like, God, where did this come from? I'm so confused. I'm not thinking about boys right now. Gross, <laughs> you know? <laughs> he was like, that kind of mindset. And then, like, about a month or two later, like, one of my friends, so I, I was, like, um, at our house. We were just chilling. And then, like, uh, she told me, like, oh, I have something to tell you, you know, sis. And then um, she, um, okay, well, I said, oh, tell me the tea, you know? And then she's like, I'm talking to this one guy and everything. And then I felt that presence of what God told me a couple months back about that. I'm like, really, God? Really? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oof. You know, it's like, you know when you should be having a conversation with someone or, like, you should talk to them later on about something, right? Yeah. And so, like, I kept it in for a while, you know? It's like, it naturally happens like that, even though I shouldn't have. I should have told her straight off the bat. But um, I pretty much just, was just, like, watching. I'm like, oh, okay. I was, like, seeing okay and then everything. But then, like, stuff that started building up, like, when I met the dude and everything, it was just, like, it was just how the situation was with with my old friend and everything, you know? The one who moved to Hawaii. Yeah. It was the same exact steps that were happening. And I'm like, yo, this cannot happen. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's like pretty much, so I talked to her and everything, and then it's way better now. She's with this other guy and everything, and they're such a holy hallelujah couple. I love them. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Yeah. It's like, shout out to them. Boom. We love them. <laughs> but yeah, it's like talking, like, the reason why I talked about that is that God only, like, tells you to talk to people when you can relate to them. It's so much easier for people to have a conversation with you about something if you're able to relate. Right. Yeah. It's like, especially if it's a hard conversation, because then, like, you know, like, you came from that area or you knew someone from that area who you were super close with. Yeah. Everything. So, yeah. So then God's able to, like, put you in that place, you know, so then you're able to grow from that experience and then be able to have other conversations with people or something, you know, because, like, if you're thinking about running a church someday or, like, doing evangelism or something in the house of God where it's, like, a higher standard place, you know, a higher area, you're going to yeah. have to learn how to do tough conversations. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because, like, imagine being a pastor, right? And someone comes up to you and says, like, pastor, I'm a drug dealer, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, you can't just be a pastor and say, ooh, okay, I don't know how to <laughs> deal with that, you know? But, like, God will give you the power to, like, pass through all these obstacles and to be able to talk to that person. Because you have to. Because every soul that God helps you, like, be in charge of for a moment to, like, talk to them about something or, like, like, there's, okay, every time there's a tough conversation, that conversation can redirect someone's life. Right. We don't know. Definitely at all 
you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I want to, I want to backtrack a little bit when you were, um, you were talking about, uh, or like we were talking about, um, you know, like God, like, you know, this person, you know, they got away from church or they're doing something that they're not supposed to be doing or whatever. And, um, you know, they can kind of, you know, they, they feel it in them, you know, that this, you know, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, when having these tough conversations, you kind of got to just, uh, you know, hit on it with that in mind, you know, do, do your work that you feel is appropriate with, you know, redirecting this person and saying, Hey, you know, this ain't chill, but, um, you know, finding sort of a limit to where it's like, okay, well, you know, I've done my work. I'm just going to let, you know, this sit in them and, you know, let, let God do his work. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like that's, that's really important. It is. Cause like God's able to make something bad into good you know right like yeah bad stuff happens but that's like reasons everything we might not see it right now but it will pop up sooner or later you know yeah exactly and like that kind of thing about like having tough conversations it goes with like um this thing called like the three types of people in the world and everything right so the three types of people in the world especially for like when you're trying to do um Oh, I forgot to say, because it's number 10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> there's three types of people. There are growers, there's weights, and there's also parasites. Yeah. You know? So then, like, so growers, they pretty much pour into you. They're able to help you, you know, grow your spirit to get closer to God or, like, to have a more spiritual life, you know, a strong prayer life, you know, fasting on time, all that stuff, right? Like, those yeah. people are able to be, like, mentors, like, your youth pastor or, like, that one elder of the church that you love talking to, you know, or your pastor yeah, or something, you know? Yeah. It's, like, that's the one type that you really need to s- surround yourself with. Because those people, yeah, it's, like, this one thing where, like, your little spiritual pool like at like a young age is super small you know not that much experience and everything but then like you get older and it gets a little bigger it's like you're you're a little more wise now (laughs) everything but you're still like not all the way a swimming pool or like an ocean yet you know yeah and then like you get like you hit like 30 40 and then you're just like okay I've had a lot of good experience but I'm still not there yet and then you hit those like 70 year old good old um <laughs> evangelists and everything who have all the experience in the world for a thousand years you know <laughs> yeah and like it's like that can be your pastor or your youth pastor it doesn't have to do with age it's just like how much spiritual growth because because even, even in the bible they talked about how like some like a bunch of kids have way more faith than than adults in the church yeah you know childlike faith yeah exactly it's like having more spiritual experience it's like yes it goes with age once in a while but it also goes on how much that person or you is like actually going for god you know yeah
Yeah, and then for the next one, the, the next top person are the weights, you know? They're not really feeding into your vision. They're not feeding into your purpose or anything. They're just, like, they're just, like, they're just there. They're not, like, feeding into your ministry, you know? They're not doing anything that's value to you and your spirit, you know? Yeah. And these are the people who you need to cut off, too. Yeah. Like, these, it's, like, yes, there's people who are, like, going to oof my throat's dry there's people who um will try to like suck the life out of you but these people are just a little floaty just over here chillaxing you know they're just in the space that's it here if you could if you could wait you know? a second uh my audio is messed up i'm going to um put on some headphones yeah Here. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So back to that one part. Um so you need to cut these people off. Yeah. Because right? they don't help you. Right. <laughs> and it's like it's like they're they might be like good friends of yours or whatever, but they weigh on your spirituality. Yeah. They don't really help you with anything. They're just there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. It's like, why would you just want something just there when it's not going to benefit you? Right. Mm -hmm. And then the last kind are parasites. Parasites are people who will stick to you and not give you anything back. You know, they just keep sucking the energy off of you. You Yeah. And it's like, like these kind of people will actually make you physically and mentally tired. Right, yeah. It's like, so these ones, it's like, you need to get out of your life, like, immediately. Because they literally, they will drain your virtue and they will drain your value. Yeah. It's yeah, like, just, you won't yeah, being, that. yeah, being around these people, honestly, oh, my word. I've, you know, I've dealt with the, with some of these people in my life. They are, they are, they are literally exhausting. Like, you can, you can kind of, like. You can feel it. You can actually, like, you know, feel yourself just tired. Tired while you deal with these people. And um, it's definitely, yeah, very important to, you know, separate yourself from these people. Spend, you know, as little time with them as, as possible because, you know, you just you just don't work well together. And, you know, they just, you know, obviously suck the life out of you. Mm-hmm. it's like for example we can say like those people are like you know those kind of people where just like you try to have a conversation with them but then it gets into a wildfire and you're just like okay i'm done i'm done with this. yeah yeah it's like those kind of people yeah like, for example it's like you're just you say oh i can't go to homecoming because i'm it's like i have church that night yeah but they're like and then they're just like dude you always go to church like, come on. It's like, you can get Jesus on Sunday. You're fine. It's like, you pray every day anyway. Just go home after and pray. You know? Yeah. And you have your reasons for not going to homecoming. Or something like that, right? Cause yeah. It's like, oof, if you've been to homecoming, like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Exactly, yeah. It's like, there's times where I have left early. Because I'm just like, nah. And now, like, yeah. after that first time, 
I'm like, I'm never going to a wild school dance or any school dance ever again. Right. And then, I mean, that's sort of just, you know, where you apply, just having those hard conversations. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, if this person's not able to see your viewpoint, you got to be like, hey, you know, like, this is this is where I stand. You know, I want you to respect that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, you know, if you if you can't, then, well, (laughs) oops. It's like, if you want me to respect your values, you have to respect mine. Yeah, exactly. It's just like. Okay. It's like you can't just do it's like uh eh. I don't want to it's pretty much just like these are the kind of people that that will definitely try to take like the holiness out of you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like these are the people where you start investing your time to a lot. Even if they're not telling even though okay, even if they're not just like saying, Oh my goodness, you're always praying, stop, you know? And everything. Yeah. If you're investing a lot of your time with them and less of your time with like with what God has in store for you, you need to cut them off. Right. And everything, you know? Yeah. Don't let them uh take your focus off of God. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like if they're doing that, then that's, you know, one, you know, really major red flag that's like, uh, eh, well, Maybe I don't need to hang around this person. Yeah, it's like you don't need that energy around you. It's yeah. Like, it's like God put stuff in your mind for you to be able to say, God's got you. You just have to lead through prayer. You know, you first have to pray about it. So then God will give you the right words for you to say. And yeah. you just got to go for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Everything that we got. You want to add on anything on? Everything? Some extra, uh, some extras, you know? Hmm. Um, I think that that really just about covers it. I've said basically everything that I wanted to say. Yeah, same. So, pretty much, you have to, so to have a tough conversation, you have to be willing to have it. Two, once you choose to do it, you have to make time to have it. Three. Yeah. When you get into the conversation, you need to know what you're going to talk about and how you're going to talk about it. Four, you have to make your way into that conversation with love. You know, it's like, it's okay to hurt people's feelings, guys. That's the like, yeah, it's going to be hard, but it's for their well-being. You know, it's like a kid saying, oh, I want to touch the stove and like that hot stove. And you're just like, no, don't do that. Yeah. You know, but they're just like, but I really want to. But it's like, no, it's going to hurt you. But it's like, but I still want yeah. to. And then you just have to, like, at times, you just got to physically move that kid. And you're just like, no, you can't do that. You have to be straight up with them. And then they're going to cry about it. But <laughs> at least they're safe. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then, like, number five, you have to push through that conversation. It's going to be tough, but you're going to get through it. And you're going to be awesome with it. Yeah. You know? Number six, you got to stay rooted and do not compromise, Okay. If you're not strong in what you want to say, they will not be strong in what you have to say to them. Yeah. They won't listen to you. Number seven, it is what it is. After that conversation, it just it, it happened. It's out in the air. You can't change anything. And you don't want to compromise on it after it. You know? Yeah. After yeah. that, if you're cutting, it's like you have to back up. Have them, like, give them time to think about the conversation to be able to fix what's going on. Or you have to, like, you know, make amends with someone or just, like... Yeah. 
And if it's in a if it's in a situation of you know someone that used to be in the church, you know, let let God do His work. Yeah, if it's something like really spiritually serious, serious, you can help, but you have to also learn how to not go crazy with that person. Yeah, when they're trying to come back into the church. Yeah. And also for um, number nine, remember your reasoning throughout all of the conversation okay like don't go home and be like oh my goodness i messed up i should have said this i should have said that no you already said it yeah you had your goal now we just have to wait yeah Mm -hmm. and number 10 make sure you stay with the people who help you grow in the spirit make sure you take away the people who are weighing you down and make sure you also cut off the parasites who just suck your soul out of you yeah Okay. So yeah, and just an extra number eleven. Make sure you're doing this like after prayer and after having God's spirit in you. Yeah. Because if you don't have God's love in you, it's gonna be really tough. Yeah, you need you really need that direction to make sure you know you're not you know you're not gonna like you know be too abrasive or anything or you know. If, you know, if they were in the church prior, um, yeah, not being too abrasive or possibly, you know, pushing them away from the church or away from God. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty much. And, um, wow, we have, like, for a whole, I didn't realize that this has been going on for a whole 69 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Yeah. So it was great talking about this and, you know, yeah, hit definitely. us up on our, um, no, on our pages and everything. If you have any questions about anything or that, you know, and yeah, we stay lit in the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost fire. Yeah. Yup. <laughs> well, bye guys. Bye.